isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is time for our talkers. Let's bring in Bill Kelly. He's got a show with Global News Radio Hamilton and Devin Peacock, executive producer over at uh, AM980 News in London. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you doing? How's it going? It's been pretty busy. Um, you know, but I almost forgot, kind of, uh, that Doug Ford uh, will actually be sworn <laughs> in tomorrow. He'll be the next premier. Uh, we will get to finally see who his cabinet will be. I will be in attendance, and it's going to be a bit of a mix of public and private ceremony. Um, I'll start with you on this, Bill. He has got some... And never mind balancing the books and all the other stuff, but now we are into the heart of um, of a poop storm with the tariffs that are going to hit Ontario to a, a point that we've never seen before, and it's a big, big challenge for him. Yeah, we've had a lot of discussion over the last couple of weeks, obviously, about the campaign and promises and non-promises and, hey, what's this mean? But you know what? It's it, uh, the old phrases, you know. Campaigning is easy. Governing is more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the, the rubber hits the road, and he's going to have to deal with some reality. Not just Doug Ford, but, I mean, his cabinet, whoever that's going to be. And, boy, you're right. He's got some huge challenges. Obviously, we, we know the books here in Ontario are, are ridiculous. It's god-awful. Uh, and you've got the thing about tariffs. You've got the thing about the auto sector and everything else. So, uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm a concerned taxpayer. I mean, you know, forget about how you voted and who you liked and who you... Right now, you just say, I want I want Doug Ford to succeed because if he succeeds, the province succeeds. But my God, he's got a huge, huge list of challenges to face right now. Yeah, I mean, this was not part of the election cycle, Devin. I mean, no one was talking about companies like the one I talked to in Stony Creek yesterday that's lost uh, 60% of its U.S. business in the month of June because of Trump. And this is going to happen all over the province. We've already been told that Ontario will be absolutely decimated if, in fact, Trump goes further hitting the auto sector. And Ford has to have a plan to deal with this, and he's going to be looking to the feds. The trouble, too, is, though, you can have a plan and then it gets upended by what Donald Trump might do. I mean, (laughs) in in London here, we've got, you know, the steel and aluminum tariff is a concern because we've got a lot of defense companies here in London. We've also pretty big in terms of audio manufacturing. So in London, this is something we are following extremely closely beyond just what you might normally do, just because it can affect us any number of ways. And I don't know how you game plan for Donald Trump, even if he and Justin Trudeau can find a plan of attack for just because it's so difficult just to get on the Trump administration for today because it might change tomorrow. And it's it's going to be a huge challenge. But he's he said the right things so far. And hopefully that just uh, follows through uh, next week once he's actually a premier, obviously, getting sworn in tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, look, he'll have a very good um, uh, cabinet. Uh, he's got some good bench strength to pick from. He's apparently going to do um, 20, I'm told, anywhere between 18 and 22 cabinet ministers, Bill, which is a lot less than we normally have. Normally, you would have 28 to 30. So he's already cutting back in those areas of how many cabinet ministers, but they are going to be doing some enormously heavy lifting, whether it's the finance minister, you've got trade ministers that are going to be, everyone's going to be hitting the ground running. You know, I've, I, I've, and Alex, you and I have talked about this for the last couple of weeks. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical about Ford himself. I mean, this is a guy whose his political experience is four years on Toronto City Council. Uh, the, you know, his his business success is questionable. But I'm hoping that he's one of these guys that we're going to say, you know what? I don't know all the answers. I want to surround myself with people that can help me. And and I'm going to beg on. And you're right. He's got a great team. I mean. Mm-hmm. 
people like Christine Elliott and Fidelli and, 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 and Caroline Mulroney and, and a whole bunch of other people. I, I hope he's one of these guys that's going to say, you know what, talk to me about this. Let's talk about this. Let's find some consensus because you're absolutely right. This is, forget about the campaign right now. This is a whole different ballgame with all the issues that are going on. And you know what, all the, all the partisan stuff gets thrown out the window. This is back like 2008. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's worse than 2008. I, well, I mean, well, I... Well, because yeah. the, the recession. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you remember that once, here's Dalton McGinney and Stephen Harper standing at the same podium, says, we're going to work together to fix this for Ontario. And I thought, boy, you never see that coming. We're going to need that kind of consensus and that kind of teamwork right now between the federal and the provincial governments to get us through this. Yeah, absolutely. I, and like I said, I don't care who gets the deal. I don't care if it's Andrea Horvath. I just think, you know, we've got to get this right because too many people, you know, the, the thought of 160,000 jobs disappearing in this province is, uh, it, it, quite frankly, it frightens me. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that are going on. Um, you've got Unifor, which is doing a, you know, buy Canadian campaign. Jim Watson, mayor of Ottawa, is uh, making a statement by skipping a Canada Day tradition at the U.S. Embassy, Devin, and he's not going to go to this July 4th party uh, because of the trade dispute. Is that poking the bear or are you okay with that? I think it's a mistake. I mean, you know, we, we like buy Canadian sometimes in Canada, but we don't like it when it's buy American. And part of the whole uh, argument we're trying to make here is we work better together. And I think it's better to have the mayor of Ottawa there talking to American representatives. If you want to say, you know, bring some Canadian products and... and I thought, bring some Caesars, share some Caesars yeah. with these people, <laughs> get talking. <laughs> Well, how many different ways do we have all these conversations about, you know, coming together, being civil and talking to each other, stomping away, not talking is the absolute worst thing we can, we can be doing at this point. Even if it's, you know, Jim, Jim Watson's not on maybe a Donald Trump's radar, thank goodness, maybe in this case, but he should be there. He should be talking to people. Canadian officials cannot be doing these little games in terms of trying to look good for the Canadian public because... What works for the Canadian public is them talking to the Americans. Yeah, I mean, Bill, I, I was talking to Jerry Dias the other day, and, you know, he's a pretty scrappy guy. And I said, you know, no, essentially, never. it's like a chicken punching an elephant. Uh, America can do whatever it wants, and Canada can boast, you know, we can put out our chest. But the reality is we cannot, we cannot win in this at all. No, listen, there's no way Canada's going to win a trade war. And I understand where Mayor Watson's coming from. And, and this is a symbolic thing. And, and uh, you know, if he wants to do that, I, I, it's not going to cause any harm, but it does send a message to the American embassy up there right across the road from the parliament buildings that, hey, we're, we're peed off at what your, your boss is telling us about right now. Uh, it's not going to change anything, but, you know, it's uh, so, you know, the Ottawa people are going to feel good about this. But the reality is, uh, and I talked about this on my show earlier this week, uh, you know, at some point, there's a there's a war going on right now, and Donald Trump and Justin Trudeau are trading barbs. And you know the yeah. grown-ups in the room have to step down and say, you know what, we have to solve this thing. And whether it's going to be Robert Lighthizer and Christia Freeland yeah. or the NAFTA deal, somebody's going to have to step and say, okay, you know what, cut the BS. Let's let's find a solution here. And and we're not there yet. I hope these guys are doing it because they're under the radar right now. But I'm hoping they're making progress with all this other stuff yeah, that's going on. I, you know, I talked to someone tonight in Ottawa, and apparently there are no talks. And this scares me. There are no talks at all going on right now. So no one at the, uh, to our knowledge, is at the table right now, which concerns me. You know, it, we're two days away from, 
you know, another hit of tariffs and that they're not working 24-7. I mean, I, God, I hope, I hope people are on the phone uh, in the Liberal government but right especially now. Especially, Alex, yeah. because, you know, we said, oh, Trump would never do that. He'd never impose tariffs. Well, he did. Yep. He'd never impose tariffs on the auto sector. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet against it. I wouldn't either. Uh, I, I wouldn't either. I think there's value in raising Doug Ford's profile with the Americans because Ford seems like someone that Trump can relate to in terms of just his style. They are very different politically. I'm not trying to say Ford is like Trump, but he's someone I think that he could relate to and would like. And so you just raise his profile, show that he's on the Canadian team. Maybe that gets the ball rolling just a little bit. I agree with you, Devin. I do. I actually think he could be a pretty good little weapon uh, to pull out of the pocket. Well, we'll see what happens. I know Prime Minister has to pull every card he can. I, I, I totally what agree. Their political affiliation is. Yeah, and I and I say, you know what? You just get a deal. Just if that means you bend over yeah, a bit, get it done. yeah, get, get it, it done. done because you. We all know uh, because of our, our our geographical location, we can't afford this. Canadians, I think, are going to be, uh, I think Ontarians are going to be quite shocked if they see what happens. All right, guys, I got to leave it there. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Alex. Bill Kelly and Devin Peacock joining us for our uh, Global Talkers. And of course, you know, these guys are in markets where the manufacturing hub, uh, that's the heart of it. It's already been decimated over the last 15 years. And um, it's going to be pretty scary if these extra tariffs go in against auto manufacturing. You will feel it right away. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.